out and about and getting around to some of the studs uh, here in, uh, I'd love to say, warm Chico, Brett Coffey at Alabar. Hello to you, Brett. G'day, Paul. How are you? A um, little bit chilly. It's not uh, too bad. No, it's not. And Considering everything. The team at uh, Nutrien and, uh, and myself, I suppose, we want to get out and keep promoting the studs. We go pretty heavy through the summer months and uh, and that, but uh, a little yep. bit of a quieter time and, and get you know some of the messages out there and, and I suppose the direction some of these you know, the farms are going. Firstly, yep. Alabar... Um, I suppose a bit of a recap on last year. How was how was last year for for the farm? It was good, not great. Like it was a tough year. Um, you know, I think it's been pretty well documented the drop in numbers of mares bred in Victoria, and obviously being a you know Victorian farm, where you know we're I wouldn't say we're Victorian century, but we you know a lot of our clients are in Victoria, so that was that was pretty tough. But but um, got through it. Yielding sales were good but not great as well like you know we knew we didn't have the same quality as what we had the previous year um so we did okay it wasn't you know it was certainly better than others um not as good as some others so we're sort of somewhere in the middle so you know we're uh we're doing okay not not brilliant but doing okay and we're back for another year so that's, that's the main thing <laughs> it is and we'll, we'll touch on that in a sec yeah. um just just with the numbers like yep. um on farm did you notice the numbers dropping? Was it something that you guys were well aware of even before the stats came out? Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we don't... On farm, we just have a pretty static amount of mares and, and you know, so so that, that didn't change much. But, but yeah, no, we noticed it for sure, yeah. Um, and, look, it's just what it is. Like, New South Wales are cashed up and, and willing to throw a real good amount of coin at breeding. Um, it's, a, it's a focus for them. So we knew that was going to be tough and it, and it sort of... It means those New South Wales studs get, you know, get a better opportunity, and that's that's just the way the business rolls. So, um, but yeah, it was it was pretty tough. And like, it's 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 a funny thing. Like, it's your good stones are fine. It's those ones that you know, those mid-range ones, um, or the ones that sort of are just establishing themselves. Those ones are the ones that you know were hard. And um, and that's to be honest, that's sort of how I thought the the uh, the stone levy would play out. Like everyone said, oh, you know, it's, it's only on those high price ones, but they're the ones that sort of sell themselves yes exactly and commercial breeders have to go to those stallions Um, but then it just takes money out of their pocket so then you know or it creates negativity and then that means that they're not going to breed you know they'll still breed their couple right major but then they might not breed their right high or or, you know whatever stallions you want to put in that they send two or three to art major yeah um and basically, actually, I oh, he's actually a bad one. He's I was thinking the same thing because he's not he's not applicable. But like Captain anyone Crunch wondering, or... he's actually right there next to us. Yeah. But yeah, but it, yeah, exactly. So they might send four to four to Captain Crunch, yeah. and then they might say, "Well, we just can't afford to send one yeah, one exactly. to say a Vincent or one of those yeah, that they want yeah. to get get going." And, exactly. So yeah. that's and that's what sort of happened when you looked at it. Um, but look, that's just what the market we're in, and, and you got to you've got to work around it right like that's just that's yep. what we're dealing with um it's not going to change anytime soon i don't think um so yeah you just gotta just gotta play with play within the boundary and and um and do the best you can um does it affect like getting a stallion out um like to australia it hasn't yet for us anyway like um we're obviously bringing pebble beach down this yep. year and he's you know he's a really nice horse um so for us it hasn't um but who knows in the future like yeah um so yeah um so far it hasn't but it might in the future we'll stay, we'll stay on the stands for a minute we'll get back to the yielding sales um and the direction of the farm going forward yep. 14 stands this year um I, th- I would imagine you are the biggest um stand i don't know what does got the stadium barn um yeah. in australia yeah 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 so we're going to have uh, we're going to have 11 on farm, I think. We've got two that will be at other farms. 
and yep. then oh, and then we've got Lazarus. We made La- yep. bought Lazarus in New Zealand as well. So yeah, so it's. Um, I actually did homework. I counted yeah, it up on your did, roster. No, so did, did a good job there, Paul. Yeah. So um. So yeah. No, it is. It's uh. Yeah. We'd be the biggest, and it's um. It's uh. It's it's quite it's. It's quite amazing to watch the staff work on a collection morning because it does happen real like it's it's like clockwork all the you know and um, and we've got a really good crew and um, yeah it's pretty amazing how quickly and efficiently they can collect eleven stones pack it and get it get it going to the airport so yeah I'll throw one to you actually I was just thinking then Campbell's comments might come here one day and just actually yeah. watch a yep. early in the season when you might have that those you know ten or eleven yeah, clerks yeah. and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. just yep. show show how it goes through it's something we might do uh, going forward something a bit different yep. so people do get an understanding because it is a big business isn't yeah. it yeah it is it is for sure and that's um and you've got to have you know you, you've got to have good staff and we have that here and we've had and we also have you know that that knowledge base you know that you get from standing a good amount of stones for so long and and um yeah it's uh you sort of don't realize it until you actually have to deal with you know you see it in other places I'm not saying other places you know are bad or anything but you just see it how it's done in other places and you go Shit, like we do eleven of those things, you know, eleven of those boys in in um, yeah, in a shorter space of time. Like it's uh, so you sort of forget how how uh, sort of efficient we we are here, but it is um, yeah, it is definitely the case. What is the maximum stay-ins you can have? Because I mean, we're in a quarantine area um, here where we are. What do you, do, is there a, is there a cap on how many you guys can have? Well, only by the amount of paddocks we've got. Yeah. Um, so what we could have, we could probably have a couple more, yeah. but. It gets harder because we've got to um, generally we've got to get the semen down to the air. We've got to leave here at about uh, you know eight eight thirty roughly to get to get flights and stuff. So that that's what restricts you. So we've got to you know. So I just realised I'm getting out of bed early, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're coming from Bendigo as well, so it's an, it's an hour, and, hour and ten or whatever, hour and fifteen. So yeah, but um, so that that's the thing that restricts us. Like if we didn't have to get to the airport, well, you can take a bit more time. And um, but but being you know two and a half hours from the airport, it, it uh, means you've got to get done by sort of eight thirty. Um, yeah, eight eight thirty, and be out the door. So it does restrict you that way. You got a great team, Dale. Uh, runs it and does an, an awesome job. How many people like do you have? Like, and I know there's people like Tom and that that yep. wouldn't even be classed as staff, which oh, always, Tom, they always chip in. And Tom's the Tom's the important part on uh, one of the important roles on Collection Day. He actually collects the stallions. Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's had he's had experience. Um, yeah, for ages doing that. He when it doesn't he did up in uh, Tara Hills as well as Alabar and grown up around it. But yeah, um, on there's I don't know. There's, I think there's 11 or 12 full time staff on Collection Morning. We have. Uh, we have two people packing. Uh, we have the uh, the lab. There's a couple of people in the lab. Uh, then yeah, three three handling the stallions. Three or four actually. So yeah, it's it's quite a big operation and it's pretty busy. But um, and then obviously Liz and Sally. Uh, Liz is fielding phone calls, taking late orders and stuff like that often, which is uh, to much to her chagrin. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, it's uh, and then we get orders from New Zealand, so that, that yeah, it's uh, it's pretty full on. But yeah. it is it is big business, and I, the one reason I want to point that out is because I think a lot of people wouldn't realise, like they just think, oh yeah, Alabama got the stay-ins and it's easy. But it is yeah. it is a big business. You are you're bigger than a small business here, if you yeah. like, especially when you know we're just out the road from Echuca and yep, you, you probably your wages, especially for those summer months, would be equal to most of the small businesses there. Yeah, yeah, no, it is pretty big. Yeah, so it's um, yeah, and it can be. Sad seasons are where you make your money, but they're also 
pretty terrible yeah. <laughs> a lot of the time it's just high it's high stress a lot of the time because you've also got you've obviously got the stone part but then you've got all the you know all the mares and foals and, and breeding and all that that side of it which takes up a lot of time as well and um it's amazing how stressful it can get at times so you've got to try and keep it you know as, as stress-free as possible for the staff and everyone um but it is long hours and it is um so we try we try but you know it's, it's still hard and then you've got pasture management and just potholes and roads and, and everything because <laughs> you've got so much stuff. more traffic that you don't, that, 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 that people stuff, don't yeah. think about. So. Yeah, well that's, and that's the hard part for Tom. Like Tom's, yeah. uh, Tom's, Tom does our collection, but he's also bloody, you know, he's cutting hay and all through the, you know, through night and stuff like that as well and doing all that, all that sort of stuff with the with the hay, which comes at the same bloody time. So it's not ideal, but it's just how it is. Yeah, Tom, anyone wondering, Tom is actually Alan's son. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. A very, very integral part of the place and yeah. um, has been for a long time ever since he, does he still ride motorbikes? Uh, yeah, he does a bit. Yeah, not as much as he used to. Yeah. He shouldn't either. No. <laughs> we'll leave yeah, that alone. But he used yeah. to do. Uh, shit, it might be like four years ago now. He did um, went up to Darwin and did like an endurance ride. He likes his endurance riding as well. So yeah, but um, no, he doesn't do it as much as he used to. So we're both into extreme now. Alan's in the flying planes and <laughs> Tom in the ride motorbikes. That's it. Um, yearling sales. Um, you said there before that you probably didn't have um, the high quality two years ago. I mean, you had a huge yeah. sale both in Sydney and in, in Melbourne. But overall, I think you know, numbers, you guys would have been happy. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was down. But like, you know, the year before we sold $400,000 lots, which I still think is uh, the only farm that's done that in Australia. So that's, you know, one year. So that was a huge year and, and surprising, you know, like that was over the top. So there was a couple you were expecting, the Nike Franco oh, yeah. and, um, and Mackenzie's yeah. colt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were just lucky. We had two colts out of, two good colts out of those two mares. Yep. You know, um, this year we, <laughs> yeah, we, uh, well, we've still got the Nike one. She had an issue with her hock. Yeah. And, um, and so that was a, you know, a bit of a downer because she would have sold really well. Um, and then, yeah, the Mackenzie filly was just she was nice, um, but she wasn't that cult, you know. Yeah. Which, 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 you know, hurts you commercially. But that's just the way it was. But um, no, we still had, yeah, we still had a good year. Um, our stallions sold well, which was good for people. You know, the majors still sold really well. Crunches sold incredible for a first year. Yep. Um, so that was still really good. Um, and it was just a. Yeah, it was a challenging year, like at the sales for everyone. I think you know, unless you know, unless you had that real um, top colt, that's what people wanted this year. Um, and if you didn't have that, then you were sort of just in the you know back in the pack a bit. And that's sort of where we were. We had a couple of good colt results. You know, um, we had three art majors that sold really well. We were lucky with that. Um, and then a couple of the fillies. Yeah, the Mackenzie filly sold pretty well. The Joyful filly sold quite well. Um, but that's just how it goes, you know. Like you got to breedings. You can't just look at one year. You got to look yeah. multiple years because it's just you'll have good times and you'll have bad times. And it's and it's interesting with you got uh, New Zealand as well, and yep. um, it does evolve well, around the whole thing. New Zealand with, had a great sale. So New Zealand had a ripping weanling sale uh, the year then before, then an awesome yearling sale. An awesome yearling sale. Graham was over the moon. His team there, Graham and Jamie, and and, and everyone there, they did a great job and they had a just, yeah, tremendous yearling sale so that was great for them um, so yeah it's yeah it's it ebbs and flows with the yearling sales one thing you guys are terrific at um, and a lot of the farms are as well don't worry about that but you're a team you present mm. as a team you work as a team you have breakfast as a team yeah you look like a group of guys well, that actually enjoy it I don't want to sound you know a bit wanky but like uh Yielding prep also for can be highly stressful, which you probably see yeah. going around to teams. And we had 
we had a lot of yearlings this year, probably had too many yearlings for the sale, like to prep for us, like this just comes on the back of the stud season. Um, but to see, to walk over in that barn across the road and just hear people laughing is probably like one of the most enjoyable <laughs> things in, in my job. Like honestly, like and I know that sounds a bit, bit you know, weird, but that's just, it was so pleasing to see those people get along and just do a good job and not, yeah, like sometimes you can, it can be, you sort of get infighting and stuff yeah and that and that's definitely not the case like it's just such a good team and we bring people in and and you know we have people that just come in for the yearling prep that have done it before and that sort of thing and it's just yeah it was really pleasing to be honest and, and the team did a great job and it it is fun and i say about nutrient and, and i think it's a lot of fun there's a lot of people that we end up going to quite a few sales um you so we were at, <laughs> you we were at every sale you were too well, no, you no, didn't get to queensland I didn't actually get to queensland. i went to the gold coast sale but not the uh not the other, the other yeah ones. Um, but it is it is actual fun but like I said you guys you, you have your fun but in the morning they're all down have their breakfast yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. then they go out all dressed uh, yeah. and I think that's one of the great things about it I think it, it represents the brand I, re- I would yeah. imagine that Alan when they started started here they would be wanting to get and I think that's yeah. one thing you guys do do really well as, no, as I said there are a lot of other places that do it and yeah. I, it's exciting part that's the thing I do enjoy about yeah. um, Nutrient you say about the stress of watching the yearlings so I always admire the way the guys like uh, doing videos and photos and uh, if you look at the staff they're always smiling and they might have done that walk 20 <laughs> times or 30 times but, yeah, yeah. but they still they understand what they're doing which yeah, is, that yeah. part's great as well no exactly exactly no it's really pleasing and and then the the other cool thing like growing up uh yearling parades didn't mean a lot to me like personally like it was never really i didn't really care like yep. it was always about the sale the sale result but seeing uh seeing the staff win they've won um you know best presented uh philly first year colt second year pacing colt yep. this year and seeing that like that was really cool like, i remember just, the scenes two years ago yeah that yeah, was yeah. awesome with and the, it really was like because yeah. I, I went into it and I, go, I don't really care like i'm not saying i don't care about the parade i think it's a good thing that nutrient do and everything but to me it doesn't really didn't really matter but now it actually does like because i see the staff how much enjoyment they get out of it and seeing that their hard work means you know means something to other people and it means it means a shitload to me now as well so it's really something you guys strive for yeah absolutely because it's yeah. really cool and and like you know i remember you know they're, they're targeting certain ones and they go okay well this one's going to be a you know the one that could, could could get the uh the trophy or the ribbon and and um that sort of thing so yeah it's uh, things like that that you you know little little things like that that sort of uh yeah you know give you a pep in your step blanche pool who started um, here, many she the smirk, the smirk. I shouldn't say smirk. It yeah, was a, yeah, it was a yeah. great smile that she had uh, when she won this year yeah, as well. Exactly, you, you're spot on about yeah. uh, what yep. it actually, what it does do. Um, I said this year um, with your stay in roster, um, that's it. You're not going to have anyone else coming in this year. Just Pebble uh, Beach is a new one. Not that I'm aware of. Unless something changes, <laughs> sometimes it does. But no, uh, right now that's it. Yeah, yeah that's, um, that's our roster for this year. It's all set. You said with your mares, your band of mares, you've always got Emilio's horses um, here. Are you still evolving that? Is that like something you use? It always will be. Yeah, like. Um, that's one thing that uh, I'm very thankful to Alan that he's done over the past sort of, um, I don't know, six years, say, is he's spent, you know, a real good amount of money on our brood mess. And that's been um, a very conscious thing to, we basically pretty much sold every mare that we had. At, yeah, going back, I can't remember when it was, maybe five or six years ago, um, kept a couple that, you know, too old or, or they're still down in the, you know, the retirement paddock or whatever and that sort of thing, but basically sold everything and just restarted and reset everything. And because what we had wasn't, wasn't 
good enough for the sail ring and wasn't good enough for our stallions. So, um, yeah, it's um, it's definitely a bigger part of the business. It's still, it's still a, I find it a really tricky sort of needle to thread um, the broodmare and the stallion side of it, like because it's, you can get tremendous results in the sail ring and it can generate generate you you know a large proportion of your income. Um, but then also the other part that we've got those mares is to support these guys like Ride High, who's just over there, um, support them in their early stages because it's in this country it's still very hard to get people to breed to first season stallions. Yep. And um, and especially their good mares, like it just is, and that's that's you know that's how it is. So um, so we're deliberately breeding some of our good mares to to ride high and and you know and we'll breed them to Pebble Beach and Dunder Crunch and and that sort of thing. So um, you know, storm inside, like storm inside's only a you know a relatively cheap stallion. We bred some really nice mares to him. We kept all of them, sold a couple privately, but um, and put them with trainers. And that's the way that we say, well, we've given that horse every chance. And if he doesn't make it, he doesn't make it. But it, it's so hard to get those stallions established that that's the way that we sort of looked at it. And whether it works or not, we'll see. I, I don't know, but that's that's how we're planning it at the moment. Bardo and I were here looking at... Um, they were yearlings. I reckon it was Christmas time. I think it was actually yeah. even before they were in work. And yeah, yeah, it was. There was yeah, a... There yeah. was a uh, sorry, in work, in preparation. In yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was a paddock and there was, I think, three storm insides and we yeah. could have took all three of those. <laughs> but what you said yeah. there... you because you're trying to make this horse, and it yeah. must be a fine line. Like they would it have is. sold, they would have sold very, very well at the sales. But you, yeah, well, you have an obligation to your mares, to tr- and you stay in to try and yeah, try and exactly. And in hindsight, like they actually, you know, there was that one of Ben Studs that uh, the Emma bought that made fifty-two grand. Well, I would, we had a colt out of Caitlin Clark, who's actually at Ian Ward's right now. But um, you know, he was easily as good as that colt. You know, I think anyway. Um, so. Maybe if we had a no, you know, if, yeah. if you could say like, oh, he's going to make fifty grand, he's going to go to a leading stable, then you go, okay, well that's great. But it's when they, you know, they might make twenty five grand and it goes to a, to a not a leading stable, um, then your horse doesn't get every chance, and that's that's the imperative party, especially in those first crops. You've got to get, got to get them out there. That that in itself must be a juggle for you guys because you want an Alabar horse in in every barn barn going, but <laughs> but hopeful. I struggle yeah. with it. <laughs> I struggle with it a lot. Like I overthink things too much. Um, and I, you know, I'm generally a friendly person and I try to be, you know, friendly with most people because there's no point being, you know, just, you know, being pissed off at people because it doesn't get you anywhere. But it's, um, yeah, it is hard. Like the whole things, the whole things I find, yeah, I find it hard. Like it's pretty easy, um, just to breed your mare and then sell it like that. And that's the end when you got to keep it, you got to put it in certain stables and that sort of thing. And. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure most people don't really care, but it does does play on my mind a lot. I do. It was one thing I wasn't expecting um, yeah. expecting um, to, to come um, from. But you said they like storm inside, and I think you've done a great job marketing him um, mm. and getting it out there, and people can go to your, your Facebook page and, and, mm. and have a look at that. Then you mentioned also like ride high, which I would yep. imagine that's going to be the, be the same yeah, probably, tussles yeah. you'll probably have. Yeah, like yeah, I was just walking around the Wainlings today, and there's some really nice ride highs there. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out. I'll speak with Alan about it and what we do, and, and we, we'll probably we've got more of them than we had the storm in size. We'll probably sell some and and 
and keep some and yeah I don't know do it that way there's one out of joyful joy that we, we, won't, we won't be selling that one because um, she's also hard to get in full but um, yeah so there's stuff like that it's it's pretty hard like, and it's just different like it, I know Alan would have done it years and years ago because Alan's done pretty much everything in the sport but for me it's it's something different and it's um, yeah and it just I don't know we'll try it and see if it works and if it doesn't well yeah but um yeah, I was also walking around the mares. We've got Nike out there. I just wanted to give Nike a pat after it because after Carlos Pixel made so much money, I thought, I'm going to just go see you because you're worth a fair bit as well. And she's in, she's in fold to uh, ride high. So, um, oh, so you, you, you know, are, that's a, you're putting your... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that's, like, that's... Some people will say it's stupid, but for us it's like... And it probably... And it might be. I don't know. We'll see. But, like, it's... Uh, you know, you know, I mean, like, that's the reason you got right high. That's the reason yeah. he's here is because yeah. you think he'll make a stand. It's, oh, it's, yeah, it's no, not because you feel sorry for the sport. No, 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 no. We love that horse, and like both myself and Alan, just and anyone that sees him, like he's just yeah, he's a beautiful horse. I still keep going back and watching his replays just to remind myself how good he was, and he's he's just phenomenal. But um, you know, like Nike, realistically, like you know, pound for pound, she's probably one of the better mares in Australia, like because yep. she's such a good mare, and now she's got Bay Biscay, who's who looks a really good two-year-old um you know like yeah commercially it probably doesn't make a lot of sense to breed it to ride high though um but chances yeah i don't know we'll see what comes out and that sort of thing but we'll you know um who knows if we'll sell that one or not but um but yeah the sensible thing is just to go back to sun beach and she will actually go back to sun beach this year um but you know you put ride high see what happens and hopefully you get a mega star and and it sets both her and ride high up yeah and, yeah. uh, and that's it's one of the things uh, I suppose people just look at it and we say oh they got 14 scenes I just oh this one there's a lot goes just in it behind the scenes yeah yeah for sure yeah and as I said I overthink stuff and, and that sort of thing and and, um, and the other part of it the other part of the stone part that probably a lot of people don't really appreciate is that you know, we obviously try to maximise the amount of mares that our stones can serve, and, and so so you are pushing the limits, sort of to yep. a, to a degree. You know, you, you've got a base limit where you don't want to send out. There's no point sending out a bad dose of semen because it's just pointless and it just pisses people off, and you don't get mares in foal, and it's just not the right thing to do. But there's you know there's there's levels of that as well, and and you know you, you in a stud season you have periods where you have you know, five orders, and then you have another period where you have 20 orders. It's just how it works. You can't... If you could average it all out, it'd be fantastic, <laughs> but you can't. So, you know, like, when... On a collection morning, like, we've... You know, we just... Sometimes you just get too many orders and you've got to drop some mares. Like, it just happens. And it'll always be our mares that get dropped, dropped. first. Um, so that's also hard, because you're sort of going, well, shit, I really wanted to breed, you know, um, my mare. I really wanted to breed Mackenzie to Art Major or whatever, yep. you know, whatever it is. And, um, and you go, well, no, I'm just going to either have to let it go through and get it next time or we'll switch it to, to another stone or something like that. So those things all... These are all things that, you know, people probably don't realise. And I'm not... Don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining about it at all, but that's just the reality of the, of the business. Like, it's just... It's a, it's a lot more to it than... Yeah, which just which one do you normally go with? The plan, like, to say, right, we'll try next time, or the plan B? Does it depend, I suppose, on depends, season, the season, I suppose, it depends on it part of, Yeah, it depends on everything. Like, sometimes you've got mares that you just... And is it, everyone will find this. Sometimes you've got a mare that just matches perfectly with one stone, and you just go, I want to breed to that stone. Then other times you've got a mare that, you know, like... Go well. I can either bring it to Crunch or I can bring it to Pebble Beach. So it doesn't, you know, it, well, it probably will matter in, in, in time, like one way, yeah, but it doesn't really. They both match up nice. So you know, it's um, stuff like that, or you know, Ride High and Vincent are 
you know, yep. similarly bred horses. So, so you know, that might have been one, you know, in, in the past as well, um, where you just go, oh, we'll just bred, you know, to Vincent or bred to ride high because we, yeah, too many orders. Um, yeah, so it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just depends each time and, and just depends on, on how you're feeling sometimes. <laughs> this, this camera has to shut off after 20 minutes. Okay. We're, we're, no, 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 don't worry. Anyone sees it restart, I'm telling them now because I don't edit. But there might be a restart because this is – but I, I just love it. I mean, it wasn't exactly what I was after. I wasn't sure what we would get, but I just it's about promoting. But it's great insight as to what actually goes on in, in with a farm and, yeah. and the like. You said that you were walking – like around the weanlings and the girls, Sally and um, Liz both said they said, "Oh, his dirty boots aren't here because he does have his <laughs> he's good nicks here. Don't worry about that." But he, um, looking looking at him, one, how many weanlings or how many yearlings potentially would you have for sales next year? I don't, I'm not going to say to you uh, to hold you exactly, but no, there's I think there's about 30, uh, 30 of ours. 30 something yeah around 30 anyway and then and then obviously there's a few clients I, I think yeah I've still got I've got one Sally's got one there's a few clients that will probably send through the sale so it'll be something like that you know but I'd suggest we'll keep some of the right highs and, and break them in and you know see how they go what's an ideal number for the sales just before so uh, around 25 like between two you know yeah because you always go Sydney and Melbourne yeah we yep. do yeah yeah it's nice to split it up and it also just makes it a nicer split for the staff like you know so you don't have to get staff in I guess if you have those sort of numbers it's when you start getting 25 to 30 for one sale it just gets real and it's real great weekend in Sydney because I mean yeah, Miracle Mile weekend and um, yeah. get to sit back and have a couple of beers and yeah, talk and the, curtains and things like the, that the, so. exactly it's <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> an in joke <laughs> it's, exactly. it is all it is all good exactly. um, how often do you walk around the paddocks oh I try to do it and just look or yeah 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 for me yeah yeah probably at least once a week just yeah it's um well one i like to look at see how everything's growing and and see the mares and just catch up with some of them and stuff like that but it's also uh it's just a relaxation thing as well yeah (laughs) i think i think think that's pretty cool actually it's funny uh yeah because i was talking to joe the other day and and like i always uh, i never surfed at all but i always uh, get envious of people talking about surfing because they talk about the the relationship with the water and just sounds like it's you know just uh, blissful out there i get the same walking around horses like just yeah and i remember <laughs> a few years ago like i just had it uh, i was i can't remember what the issue was i had some issue and i was just like this might be my first stud season here and that was pretty tough and i just remember just going sitting out in the following paddock and people must have thought i was lost my mind but you just go sit out there you actually you know you, you're around horses and it's just uh um yeah, I don't know. I find it, find it meditative almost. I, th- I think that's one of the great things. I think yeah. people forget why we do our industry. Yeah, I think yeah. you just actually said it because yeah. we just there is a love of it. There's yeah, a love yeah. of the horses. Yep. It's not all about the dollar. And no. I think, you know, like a, and a lot of the studs say the if, same thing. Like, everyone thinks studs make heaps of money. If, if it was about the dollar, this wouldn't be going. No. It, you know, you'd, you'd sell it. You'd sell everything and just do whatever you wanted. Like, yeah, it's not about the dollar at all. But uh, it's... Um, there's obviously part of it, you know, it's got to be somewhat about the dollar because you've got to keep ticking it over. But uh, it's uh, it's about the horse and and uh, it's about it's about that thrill you get when either you win a race or one of your clients wins a race. Yeah, and I'll say right now, anytime Mac Cheddar wins a race, Brett's one of the first on the on the text because um, and he's by better than Cheddar. I mean, yeah. it's, he's no world beater or nothing like that. So you you do have a genuine love nice of horse. it. Yeah, for sure. Because it, you know, like I know uh, everyone knows what it's like to win a race anywhere. Yeah. 
not much better. Like it's not much better than actually winning a race. Like it's hard to. Explain. Sometimes we forget. I reckon it's hard. Oh, I don't because maybe you win more races than me. Paul. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I definitely don't. But but I think it's important as well. Like because it does. Because I know you know what it would mean to you as well. And I think it's important to like just you know congratulate people because it does it's bloody hard to win it like it's hard to breed a horse to win a race like people yep. think it's easy but it's not like well, 50 percent don't yeah well even the best owns like you know major and betters like i don't know what they average but say they average 60 percent, 65 percent winners to falls well there's still 35 to 40 percent that don't win one race yeah so you know it's just it's still it's still such a big thrill to win a race right. um yeah and and as breeders you get massive thrill about seeing either you know, one of your stallions breed a horse winner for you, or or one you bred off the farm winner race. Like it's just, it's, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, there's nothing. There is nothing better. No. Um, we mentioned there before, Carlos Pixel. Yep. Good mate of yours, Shannon Nixon, and yeah. oh, I'll throw him under the bus right now. I, I sent him a well done, and he, he told me that he was sitting in his ute ball and his eyes out. <laughs> um, one a, a, a great result. It's actually a great result for our, our industry, um, yep. the fact that the, there is, unfortunately, a lot of negativity, say in taxes, um, potential stake money decreases and things along those lines. But a, a quality horse, and you mentioned Nike, Frankie and Franco and that, they are becoming more and more valuable. Our industry oh. is growing, although yep. probably when we live inside of it, sometimes we think well, we're going backwards. Yeah, yeah. And I was actually chatting with Shannon this morning, and he's sort of uh, he's he's relaxed a little bit since yesterday. <laughs> he's still not great, he said, but he's 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 doing he's doing better. But um, yeah, like it's uh, it is really funny when you think that yeah, three hundred grand, like it's a huge chunk of change to spend on a horse, but. Yeah, it's it's and it's it's sort of a, a two speed like you know you got two seventy for it, which is cult. for the Colt this year, which is just crazy. Well, not crazy, but it's just a huge amount of money, and um, yeah, it's just like there's when you get it right, there's real good money there. Like there's there's real good money to to be had. So because um, you've got people there that just want those horses, they just want the best. Yeah, um, you know we. And uh, this is this is not in the same frame as uh, as uh, Carlos Pixel at all. But we bought uh, you know moments like these retired, and we bought you know bought her off the syndicate, um, and that was we had to pay a, you know a re- quite a good amount of money for her, you know more than what you would think. So, or maybe not, but more than it was it was a good amount of money. So, um, for those good race mares um, that are well bred, there's they're worth a lot now. It's one thing, as I said, it was going to drop out. Um, you do get nervous about um, purchasing horses for Alan and and for for Alibar itself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's not my money, but it's it's Alan's money, and that's you know I take great responsibility in, in spending it. You know, I, I know you're not going to get every decision right, and not every one's going to pan out. But but over the time, you hope you make you know more right decisions and you make wrong decisions. I guess. Does Carlos Pixel give the farm confidence? Like, do you do you see that? And um, you know, like. Well, we won't worry about where she's going to end up. Yeah. But do you see that as a positive for our industry? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It means people still want to invest in it. You yeah. Know, invest a lot of money in it. Um, there's obviously multiple parts to the industry, but if you're got, you know, people with hundreds of thousands of dollars that still want to buy a broodmare, well, that's great. Like that's yeah. that means that you know there's still there's still a lot of life left in the industry. So um, we can all get harness racing. I don't know whether it's every industry. I haven't even been involved in harness racing, so it, yeah, it gets down at times. And I try yeah. to try to, uh, you know, not avoid that, but but not, 
you know, not live in it because otherwise, what's the point? You know, you've got to love what you do, um, and you've got to realise that you're lucky. Full stop. Like, you know, we're in we're in Australia. We're not, you know, yep. <laughs> you know, war-torn country or something like that. So that's the way I've got to have my mindset. And, you know, and I realise I'm privileged and, and and lucky to be in this role, and you know, all that. I, I fully appreciate that, and I'm not, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not trying to. You know, win a win a four four thousand dollar race. You know, at uh, at Kilmore or whatever on a cold on a cold night. winter's night. So I realise I'm you know I'm lucky in that respect. But but um, you got to look and you got to you got to be realistic, but you got to be positive as well because otherwise, what's the point? It's one of the things like I, I try to do. That's why we're here in the middle of winter when it's not really the ideal time to be talking to studs. <laughs> but there is still so much going on. But I mean, that's the thing. We need the, the industry to be positive. Does it get Does it get to you like um, the negativity from time to time? It does from time to time. Um, I'm probably a little bit lucky that I'm not in. No, I don't spend a lot of time in the racing industry. I reckon the racing part of it gets more negative than the breeding part. Obviously, there's a lot of negativity in the breeding as well in recent times, especially. Yep. But, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't have any time for, for that and rumours and, you know, all that sort of stuff. I've just got no time for it. No, neither do I. That's why <laughs> I, I try to, I, I try to do, have fun and, and try yeah. to, so, to show there's, people. That's there's the, obviously bad, you know, there's obviously bad things that happen in the sport. There's bad things that happen in every walk yeah. of life, you know. We just don't think it because we're in it and we think it's the only thing we see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I don't, obviously I don't want people cheating and I don't want all that stuff, but... You know, if you just think about that all the time, then you're not going to get ahead yourself. No, you can't. Think. You can't. It's impossible. Um, the positive is we've got the Eureka coming up. Um, it's going to be a two million dollar race. Right, we've got the Eureka coming up, and there might be a little cut out there because I might have said something. But it is exciting, albeit um, how the money came about. But a, a two million dollar race for harness racing, yeah, is super oh, exciting. Yeah, amazingly exciting. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. No, it is, and um, to see to see uh, what the boys at Summit uh, and Aaron Bain are doing, you know, getting Charles Oliveira out is just, it's wild. Like, it's, yep. um, it's you know, it's incredible. It's, it's it's such a good thing that they're doing for the sport. I didn't uh, realise they were getting him out. I thought it was uh, Clubman Angle. No, yeah. no, it's them. Right. Yeah, they're, no, they're, they've done all the work with it, and it's pretty amazing. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know Aaron that well. I know Jamie, um, and... He's got a lot of energy. He's got far more energy than I could, and he's uh, he just he wants. He to do is something. a sales junkie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he wants to do something, he just puts all his effort into it, and um, and it's phenomenal what they're doing. Yeah. So yeah. so no, it will be exciting for sure, and um, yeah, like it's you know it's going to be an incredible race as well. Yeah. Um, you mentioned moments like these, the Winter Carnival in Queensland again. It's great. It's something for people to oh, look forward to and be great. positive about. Yeah, for sure. Like what they're doing up there is amazing, and. And it just seems to be, you know, it, it obviously got really big, and then they just keep improving it, like little adding little things, adding the I the trotters, the trotters race, the great square, called? the great square. That's right. Sorry, yep. um, the Hayden, you know, adding races like that, increasing prize money. You know, the Oaks and Derbies are worth 150 now, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's it's a serious carnival. Yep, and the sport the sport continues to grow, and that's I think what we've got to do. I won't say from Alo. Well, Alabar, you still continue to sponsor the Nutrient Race Series yep. um, as well, which is going to be in August. But yeah, looking forward to it. Alan's always been actually win that race. I just realised you might. Bay Biscay might win. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I presume you might go there. <laughs> You're hoping. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. that'd be okay. nice actually. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think about that. But yeah, yeah okay. Well, no. You won't. You won't do a run down the straight with a hat in the air or something <laughs> like that. You might. Be <laughs> <laughs> more than that. <laughs> we won't hold. No, we won't hold you to that. I, I presume he's going aiming for that race, but um, yeah, we'll see. 
I know, speaking to Alan from time to time, he always has a few uh, different ideas, if, yep. you, if you like. What about Brett Coffee? Like, um, different race series or or different ways of, of looking at some things? Uh, less so than Alan. A lot less than Alan. I'm much more grounded. But do you have an idea? Oh, no, I, I think you just got to continually improve. That's that's the thing I've always to try and focus on. I lose, lose it at times, but is just doing little things incrementally better. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm probably not a massive big picture person like Ellen has been and, and various other people have. Um, it's about, you know, yeah, providing a good experience. Obviously. Obviously, the main thing at the moment, that's where Summit's done such a great job, is getting new owners into the sport. Yeah. Because... And that's imperative, I think. It is, yeah. Because even now, like, you know, you, you might go to a sale and go, oh, I only got 15 grand for my horse. 15 grand's still actually a lot of money to find. You know, like, if you... Yeah. You or I wanted to just go spend 15 grand, well, it's still a good amount of money. You know, like, so... Um, we need and unfortunately, it. now, that doesn't get you the average. Like, no, that's, a, no, that's exactly. the worst part. No, I'm just talking... That's yeah. Like, 15 grand's probably a disappointing sale for, for a lot of people, you know? Yep. Um, so, it's still a lot of money for someone to go find. So, you've got to... We've got to do a better job of that. And I know everyone always talks about it, but it's just something that's got to happen. Um... Just, yeah. just and just on that, like Dean Shannon, yep. you know, entertained lad broke's got a lot of money. Mm. The one thing he's found is getting shares with people, um, and he buys yep. most of his horses in yeah. New Zealand. Yep. Yep. The fun he's having, like Merlin and those sorts of horses yep. that he's able to share and enjoy yep. that fun yep. with them too. Yep. And that's the other part that we probably undersell a bit with. If you only got fifteen to spend, you might be able to get into with a group of guys, put ten in. Yep. You still got five in your back pocket. Yeah, exactly. And, and be able to have have that fun yeah. going to the races. But we've got to have that. Um, the mechanism for people to do that because yep. it's not um, it's not that easy you know it's easy no. in the thoroughbreds it's yeah. not easy in harness so it's got to, we've got to change that somehow um, and there's various things I think we can do there and I think we will do um, the other part that I think is then taking that to the breeding side as well and I think we'll try this a little bit this year is just try and get some new people into you know some of these horses which they might not be able to well breeding is even harder because no one understands if you're not in breeding it's bloody hard to understand what what happens the hidden costs yeah and how it all works and yeah and and you know it's definitely not all uh not all roses but but it is good fun i think most for the most part overall it's it's better than uh yeah it's uh it's it's fun so i think we'll look at doing some stuff like that a little bit um with some trying to get some new breeders into at least experience it um and yeah it's just about trying to do little things all the time to to be a bit better and and just make it fun i guess yeah because if it's not fun yeah like i said what's the point no he's exactly right And, and we want to make money Everyone wants to make money, yeah. but I think if you, you you just got to be smart about the way you you go about it. But I yeah. think if you come into the industry to have fun, yeah, and not lose money, yeah, I think you know I think it's a it's a well, great sport. Yeah, exactly. And you would know this, like with Holly, like they don't they don't make any money out of it. Like they don't like you know. So when he saw Holly, he saw about with so, the show jumpers yeah, and, and show things jumpers, like that. Like they, I know there is prize money at certain levels and whatever, but just general run of the mill, they're they're doing it for ribbons. Yep. And they're spending a lot of money doing it. Yep. But it's what they like. And that's probably the one thing we've got to change about the industry. Yeah. It's got to go back to being fun. It's got to be fun to go to yeah. the race meeting. Yeah. It's got to be fun and, to be a part of it. And, and that's one thing I love about the yearling sales. Yeah, it and is And I fun. know Grant last yeah. year, yeah. He, he saw it in a whole different light walking around exactly. with me. So exactly. that's one thing we wanted to get and out. And I don't want to 
seem flippant about people's livelihood either because I realise that yep. you know you've still got a it's still bloody hard for for trainers and drivers and breeders to to uh, make money and to make a living and and incredibly long hours and all that sort of stuff so I don't want to be flipping about it but it's also you've also got to have some fun along the way yeah well, I, I don't disagree I think that's one of the the key things and, and we mentioned Nutrien camp drafters and the money that are in yeah, those, those see, sales the same it's the same thing they are now competing for good money but yes. but it's a way but at the end of the day they they have fun they yeah. have a beer with each other afterwards whereas yeah. I mean, it's a little bit lost in our game right at the present it is a bit yeah and it's funny like um speaking to jess and greg especially greg because he's been he was over there longer and stuff like that but just his amazement at how excited people were that he was there or and his horse obviously but but you know like so that's part when you get in that grind like and it is a grind you know seven days a week going to Races, races yep. in Bendigo, Ballarat, Hamilton. You know, going all at Shepherd and going all over the state. Like that's a grind, um, and then training horses as well. You know, on a daily basis. But um, yeah, you just got to sort of at some stage, like just you know, step out of that a touch and just yeah, enjoy it a bit. And and like you know, yeah, like um, like Greg, like they really loved him being over there. And that's you know, and, and it's just it's just nice. Like that sort of stuff's just nice. And um, yeah, so. But it's bloody hard. I, you know, I speak with Andy, obviously I'm friends with Andy and Jess and Greg and, and, you know, other people, and it's just constant. Yeah. It's you know, constant. Maybe one thing they've got to look at with our sport, but then it gets harder because they say we need the races for turnover. It's yeah. a vicious cycle. But, yeah, yeah, it is a vicious cycle. It's, and it's, uh, I'm not saying I definitely don't have the answers, but it's just, yeah, it's just, uh, um, you've got to have fun. You've got to take a little bit of time out occasionally and just enjoy it. I, rem- I recommend people get to the yearling sales and um, sit back afterwards and they'll understand what the curtain comment is. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. But it is, uh, yeah, I think there is some, some assets, uh, facets of the sport that are fun. But yeah, and be able to enjoy that winner. I think, as I said, like because it is a business, sometimes they win that race, people say, yeah, he's got to win next week. Oh, yeah, stop no. and enjoy that one win exactly. when that happens. It's, there is nothing better. Exactly. So, you guys here, the breeding and calf everyone around here when they breed a horse and it wins that race everyone gets a kick out of it if you haven't experienced it you actually probably don't realize that no. one kick out of that one win at each trot it's yeah. like it's no, it's a like, brilliant thrill exactly and like 100 percent like um you know i've never raced too many it was part of moments like these when she won the queensland oaks and that was that was really cool and you loved that didn't you being yeah. part of her yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, i loved it yeah 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 no for sure um but Two biggest thrills, like Villa winning a British Crown, like huge. So happy she won. So happy for Anthony and Tommy that when she, when she won. But last year, like uh, the probably my the coolest moment was Joyful winning the Vic Bread. Like we <laughs> seen Cam before it. Oh, Cam before it. That was that, no, that was just embarrassing. <laughs> that was more. That was my thrill. That was embarrassing. He's, he's a shocking horse owner. But but you know we I we bought Joyful off Scott Robinson. So and good amount of good amount of money and and she's obviously yeah she's not a great breeder uh, first crop Mickey yep. who were part of getting him as well and then um, bred it and then like she yeah she well, she was meant to go through a yearling sale didn't because she got colic and nearly died and um, she got through that we leased it and they ended up buying a cam and and Daryl and, and Cran in New Zealand it was really cool to see Cran involved in that but then seeing them win and presenting them the trophy because we were sponsoring as well like that that. That was honestly like, yeah, biggest thrill because it was just so pleasing on every aspect, and to see her, you know, win like that, um, and then win for Emma and Clayton and, and Pity as well. Like, um, yeah, like it was that part of it. You can't you can't buy that experience. Like no. it's just uh, 
so pleasing like to see yeah good friends win a race with a horse that you you know were part of breeding and 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 part of buying the mare and part of buying the stallion like it's just yeah next level stuff and, and you can't yeah, you can't buy that stuff no and it's the one thing we probably don't sell enough yeah in well, our sp- well, to be honest it's hard to sell though because how do you actually sell like that like because well, if you could bottle it well, you, know, yeah. you make a fortune but yeah. you're right but yeah. i mean getting the message out there for for people to to yeah. understand and, and yeah. things it's still one of my greatest thrills was running third in the vic bread one year yeah i mean it's just such a it, oh. it's such a blast to you know and that's the thing i try to explain um i was saying to jess jess the other day or while ago now but like um, no it was just in greg after the elite lot because they, you know, yep. they were devastated yep and and i said to him like don't be devastated because what you've provided these owners is just once in a lifetime opportunity like yeah. this is the, probably the best day that these owners are ever going to have in their life outside of marriage and children and and stuff like that sure it didn't work out you know the way you wanted it but just going there like that's that's something you can't buy and and we always forget that because it is part of the it's their job and and they want to win we're, we're measured on winners yeah exactly. not on enjoyment exactly yeah. um and i understand that because greg has to you know, all drivers have to be competitive yeah. because otherwise you know they're not going to win but you also have to step back and i know it's hard after straight after a loss like that but you step back and you go well shit look what we've done and look what we've done for our owners, like, and for the sport and everything. Like, it's just, yeah. just phenomenal. And, and um, yeah, you sort of have to realise that that owners, while they want to win, they're not always about the win. Some of them probably are, and some of them probably worried about every dollar and everything like that. But, but a lot of them just want to experience that win and go to the races and pat their horse and talk to you and see how the race is going to be run and all that sort of stuff. So, um, that's the important part that we have to remember. Yeah, about our sport. Covered some ground. Yeah. I wasn't sure exactly where it was going to go. <laughs> we've, we've been right across everything. I, I, I do appreciate your time. I appreciate, um, you know, you're always good with advice on camera and off camera for me, like um, in a way. So I do appreciate that from a Campbell's comments point of view. Uh, just quickly, I was meant to mention it earlier too. Dad, back at the farm. Yep. Um, Got to be a good thrill for you. Yeah, yeah. No, Being Dad's boss would be an even bigger thrill, I would imagine. But no, no. In all seriousness, weird. to have Dad uh, returning must be great for the farm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, I think he'll, you know, like, yeah, he's uh, obviously, you know, like it's uh, and it's one good thing about Alan. Like Alan's very loyal. Alan and Alan will always say that you know the coffees are as much involved in Alabar as as the Galloways, and that's that's really nice. Um, so yeah, to have Dad back's really really nice, and um, and he also. He, unlike me, loves talking a lot. Like, I'm not a massive talker. People are going to think that's strange when they get to this part of the conversation, but that's but okay. Dad, Dad takes it to another level. And, and so that's that's a part of the business, you know, which he'll really fill in. You know, he's well-respected, well-liked, so um, he'll be able to fill that, that role. And, and um, But, yeah, no, it's nice. All right, mate. I'm going to go. I'm shivering, shaking. I don't know how many times I've had to take that. have a jacket on as well. Oh, I have. I haven't got a short sleeve shirt underneath. No, it's dropped about four degrees here in it sunny Chico. I keep telling people how great the weather is. God's but, country. Um, it is God's country. Darren Hancock, if you're watching. Um, but, yeah, no, thank you very much. Well done for everything you're doing. You continue to support with Nutrient. Thank you for that um, and the fun we have at the sales. It's uh, it's always a bit of fun. Um, recommend to people. I actually recommend people get to the sales. doesn't yeah. matter where it is. I say about, I reckon, still reckon one of the best sales to go to is the Weanling sale in New Zealand but all the yelling sales and, and had some fun but hang around yeah. afterwards don't just yeah, buy yeah, your yeah. horse and take off that's the that's no, no, the one it's thing good. it's good fun and, and um and yeah get involved in breeding if you if you can as well because that's good fun as well yeah, it makes Brett more money yeah. thank you very much mate thanks for the chat thanks for <laughs> cheers